can feel it down in my plums. When I hear a sound, a rap at the door, my young son Gabriel walks in. My wife says, no, baby, don't leave. I say, no, let the boy walk. Let the boy walk. Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. Let the boy watch. <laughs> Welcome back to Let the Boys Watch. <laughs> An entertainment podcast brought to you by Golden Great Productions. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Robbie, and today it is still the season. Today we'll be talking about the 2003 Christmas classic, Elf, directed by John Favreau, starring Will Ferrell, James Caan, Bob Newhart, Zoe Deschanel, Ed Asner, Mary Steenburgen, Daniel Tay, Faison Love, and Peter Dinklage. Alongside me is one of our co-hosts and somebody who is perpetually on the naughty list, the cuz, Cousin Benny. How are you? Robbie, call me an elf one more time. <laughs> oh, he's an angry elf. <laughs> and alongside us, Papa Elf, one of our co-hosts and good friend, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? I'm good. Bye, Robbie. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> that was my uh, goodbye, so I, I'm going to still do it. So <laughs> I should make pretend, make pretend you didn't know and LOL the, all the way home. All right, I'll cut that out. No, keep it in, but it, it's coming. <laughs> Don't come. Do not come. <laughs> I won't. Um, so yeah, like Robbie said, this is Let the Boys Watch, and we typically watch movies that one or all of us haven't seen for some reason. And this week, it's Elf, which I believe Benny has never seen. Never have I ever. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, so we do that. We watch the movie. We talk about it. We play a little game at the end. Um, but we want to hear from you about it. So send us an email, ltbwpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, send us an email about this week, Elf, last week, Die Hard. Next week, we'll have a vote up so you'll know what movie we're going to watch. Um, so tell us about it. Or maybe send us an email, tell us what your favorite Christmas movie is or what your, I don't know, holiday traditions are when it comes to movies. Um, also follow us on Instagram, let the boys watch pod. Um, got all types of cool, I don't know if I call them memes, posts uh, we work real hard on. And if you're watching this on YouTube, wherever the button is, hit subscribe because, I don't know, why not? Don't you want to know when I, when we drop a video? Because you never know. It might be tonight, might be tomorrow, might be Monday. We'll, fi- we'll figure that out. Um. So, like I said, Benny was the only one who hasn't seen Elf. Uh, so, Benny, going into this, what did you think? Were you excited to watch it? Did you, I don't know, had you heard anything about it? Yeah, I mean, I was definitely excited. This is just one that kind of got away. I, I don't know. There's no good reason as to why I haven't seen this movie. Um, I really don't watch too many Christmas movies anymore. I feel like that I 
only did that when I was younger. I, I don't know why. It's just they're never really in my rotation just because I guess I just don't watch movies in general. But uh, yeah, I was excited to watch this. I, I was talking to Robbie or I might have been on the podcast, but, you know, this is this came out during all the heavy hitter comedies in that era of, you know, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, all that stuff. So Brad Pack. Yeah, as 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 someone who was like in the movie theater for all those movies, I was kind of like, it's weird that I didn't see this one, but glad to finally write that wrong. Uh, I didn't know too much about the story. I mean, I kind of did. Um, I'm actually, you know, this was one of the ones where watching it, I was like, I'm surprised I didn't know more about this movie than I did just because of how many people love it. So uh, definitely excited to watch this one. Nice. Now, do you have you said you don't really watch Christmas movies. Do you have any like that you watch every year or not really? Not that I watch every year. No, I that's not really like a tradition of mine. Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of them from when I was younger. Like I love Home Alone, Home Alone 2, obviously. Um, but even like flipping through the movies after uh, Elf ended on Max, I feel like we're going to have a couple good ones to put up on the, the poll this week. Nice. <clears throat> Robbie, what about you? What's your is there a movie that you have to watch during Christmas? I mean, I I think I know the answer, but is there one that you like? If I don't watch this, Christmas is canceled. Um, probably Home Alone. I mean, there's Same. probably four there's probably four that I have to watch, and actually five that just, you know, came into rotation a few years ago. So it's just Home Alone, Home Alone Two, Elf, obviously. Uh, Christmas Vacation and recently Jingle All the Way. I think Jingle All the Way is absolutely fantastic. Jamie, wow. that's probably one of my favorites. <laughs> I mean, you got the heavy hitters, fucking Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman, rest in peace, in bed. I mean, the, the murderers row. That's like the twenty-seven Yankees right there. <laughs> but yes, I actually saw Elf in the movie theater. Really? Uh, and me and a couple friends as a as a spry young twenty-year-old. Uh, so. Definitely saw this in the theater. Didn't know what I was getting into. I don't know why a bunch of 20-year-olds went in there and watched this movie in the theater. But I was pleasantly surprised leaving it. And I've been watching ever since. Like This is probably like my 100th plus time watching this. It's got to be. Wow. It, 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 yeah, I've watched it every year since, multiple times during the Christmas season. It could just be on in the background of some white noise, uh, setting up the tree or doing some christmas wrapping or decorating so yeah like benny said i mean this is just peak will ferrell and peak era of comedy you don't see a lot of a lot of comedies being written anymore um but yeah i love this movie and uh watching it again i loved it even more still i know it's coming and there's still some so many laugh out loud parts in this movie that i that, that kills me till this day um yeah, same. I mean, I guess you want to just go into overall impressions. We're kind of already like bleeding into that a little bit. Um, I I agree. Uh, it's you know definitely up there for me. I don't know if I love it as much as you, Robbie. Um, it's one that I typically will watch every year, but I feel like in the last couple of years, I'm kind of like like down on it a little bit. Like not not completely. I still watch it, um, but. It's definitely not like at the top for me. Home Alone is still king of the castle and probably always will be. Um, but 
no, it's it's a great film. It's so funny. There's so many parts that are really funny. I feel like it kind of falls apart at the end, but we'll talk about that later, maybe. But yeah, I love Elf. I'm glad we watched this. I, I feel like Act Three is kind of hard in like kinda every weak. comedy movie. That yeah, like, it's just almost everyone. Yeah, like you're like nailing the jokes, like you're having such a good time with it, and then like you have to like wrap this story up that's like absurd in general. So it's. I I, I kind of give comedy movies a lot of slack for that because like, am I really here for the story or am I here to watch fucking Will Ferrell get rocked by a a, a cat? <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Can't have it all, as the kids say. But I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, what about you? What's that? Uh, What's the question? Like overall impressions? <laughs> oh. Yeah, hello. I've been doing this for 35 weeks now. Um, <laughs> overall impressions, yeah, right in, right in the wheelhouse. Like, yeah, Home Alone 1 and 2 are still a goat for me in the Mount Rushmore. Obviously, I ain't going anywhere. But this is right in my wheelhouse, hour 35, hour 37. I mean, tight pacing. It moved quick. You have your redemption stories. You have your Christmas in New York. What's better than that? And just an overall, you know, warm and fuzzy feeling for the season uh like i said apex will ferrell you got great parts by james Kahn and mary steenbergen and you know you got your old nostalgic ed asner bob newhart i mean as papa elf say less with him i love him love uh young zoe de chanel had the old plum meter at about a seven and a half uh <laughs> in this movie so um yeah fantastic voice on her as well but yeah, I mean, it's it's a classic. I love this movie. I love the story. Uh, obviously, it's far-fetched, and there's no way in hell Jovi would ever in her life date Buddy the Elf. But other than that, it's a movie. <laughs> Why not? He's a little he's a little on the on the spectrum, I think. But I don't know. Maybe uh maybe I'm uh, I'm not reading the room right. But no, yeah, I love this movie. Uh, it just just makes me laugh, and it and it, and it, you know, I guess brings me back to just being a little a little kid. And what the reasons why I love Christmas? Yeah, I feel the same way. Like I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I still kind of feel like I needed to maybe be a little bit younger for it to hit harder. But you know, just watching Will Ferrell do his thing is always a treat. So you know that that more than makes up for it. Um, it's something that if it was on during the holiday season, I would definitely watch again. You know, I, I wish. For for a movie like this, I I kind of wish I saw it ten times to just have all those jokes and those lines and those quotable things to throw out during the podcast and make each other laugh and make the people listening to this go, "What the fuck are these idiots doing?" But uh, you know, no, they're saying that, Benny. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully, you know, in the next ten years, when I watch this a few more times, I'll be quicker on the jokes and stuff like that. But no, I enjoyed it. You know, like I said, the story at the end is just like you know whatever but i enjoyed it it's it's nice it hits you in the feels um yeah there's i have no complaints about this one it was just good and it was funny and it was you know it puts you in the christmas beard a little bit well you didn't you, you didn't believe that you know 100 to 200 people singing in in central park could lift sand and sleigh i mean I, that i believed <laughs> i couldn't believe that after he put the engine back on it flew off again so quickly. Then I was like, come on. 
Now, yeah, now exactly. I can't believe this movie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you on that. Very unbelievable that part. But I, yeah, I, come on. I mean, he, the whole he thing's unbelievable. <laughs> no, you have to believe, Ryan. All right. Uh, <laughs> any kids listening? We all believe. <laughs> um. All right, you want to do some plum scores, and then we'll talk about the movie itself. There's a couple scenes and characters and stuff like that. Yeah, I want to plum last. All right. You, Robbie, you want me to first? go I'll... first? You want to plum first? I can go first. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I was debating on giving this movie a 10. I really was, but I didn't know <laughs> if I could if I could live with myself for the next 30, 40 years on this earth, God willing. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, I laid it out. I, the set pieces were fantastic. The North Pole scenes were great. Uh, fuck off, Ming Ming. How dare you? Shout out. Uh, that's the young kid from the Christmas story. Yep. Um, that's one I haven't seen. What? Yeah, I haven't really seen that full through. I, I, what? I, I, yeah. It's funny. I think that's one that you have almost have to have seen as a kid. Oh, or younger because it just doesn't hit if you don't have the nostalgia factor. Like my wife hadn't seen it and I made her watch it like two or three years ago. And she's like, why does everyone love this? It's stupid. Like, I, I, I feel like I've oh. seen it Tarantino style over the years where like I've seen it, but like, oh, this is the end. This is the beginning. This is the, you know, like I'm all over the place with it just because it's on TV. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe we'll maybe put it in the book. Um, sorry, Robbie. Continue. No, you can't. Thank God you caught me at a mid burp and I couldn't speak. So, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> I was waiting for you to burp so I could say that. Oh, I don't want to burp. Next time I got one coming, I'll burp into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's great. I mean, Farrow directed a great film. Uh, funny, like I said, this, like I just said previously, the set pieces were great. It had that nice little nostalgia in the North Pole, made you feel like you were in the North Pole hanging out with everybody. Just loved, you know, seven foot tall buddy in there, uh, looking like a giant among among the, everybody else, the elves and 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 everybody in the North Pole. But yeah, I mean, it has everything you want in a Christmas movie. You know, like I said, the redemption story, uh, the one person who is just the main central character that wants to get everybody in the Christmas spirit. Um, it has all those things that you want in a Christmas movie and. For me, I'm going to have to go with a nine for Buddy the Elf. Congratulations, guys. You did it. World's best <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> it's like a crappy cup of coffee. No, no it's the world's best. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, love it. Um, I actually, I, I rated this a little lower than that um, and not because I don't really like it. Um, I kind of went, I don't know, against some of the other movies, but uh, that we've rated already. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't like to use this as like a basis in any way for my scores, but I feel like IMDb had this exactly right. Um, so I'm going to copy them and give this a 7.1. Um, I think it's definitely a good movie. Um, it's, way better than average i really enjoy it um but yeah i mean i don't know 
story kind of falls apart a little bit. It's a little weak, but it's so funny and it makes me feel good. Puts me in the Christmas spirit. Um, so 7.1. I, um, I'm having, I'm having a hard time with the score on this one because it's, how do you, how do you rank a Christmas comedy movie? Like where does that fit on your scale? Um, but it hit on so many different things that I love. Like it's it you have the old school Frosty the Snowman type animation with the North Pole. You have Christmas in New York City, which is like, you know, just the perfect location for a Christmas movie. Will Ferrell, um, Phase on Love. I, you know, he is I, he should be in so much more stuff. And I don't understand why he isn't because he's so funny. Um you know, just so many, like all these people pop up. Oh, that's Ari Lang. Oh, that's this. Oh, it's that. You know, there's so many people that bought into this movie. It's based on that alone, like Kyle Gass, Andy Richter. Um, you know, there's so much to love about this movie. But can I can I score it in the nines? No. And I'm not going to go in the sevens. I go I go eight point one. Just so I give it the same number as Terminator 2, just to grind some gears. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I think 8.1 is good. It's it's a fair score on the scale of, you know, I'm not rating this against anything anything else except itself. Like, it just felt like this is a good movie. I would watch it again. It's a good Christmas movie. Um, so I can live with that score. Nice. I I love agree it. with you. Faison Love needs to be in like everything. I love him. He was. It's so funny, man. It's like I just started watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia again, and uh -huh. I went from the beginning. and And they have an episode where they try out for the Eagles, and Faison Love is like the coach that's running the drills, and he is just incredible. He's just so like every line he says is hilarious. Yeah. The way he delivers it, just perfect. And you're like, why is this guy like? never in anything and when he pops up he's just so funny so yeah I, we we need something like with phase on love on this show just so we can wax poetic about him uh i've mentioned the movie a number of times but he's in made uh which is a john favreau project also okay. Vince vaughn um recently maybe not great guy i don't know p diddy is in it and he's actually kind of good in it. i mean um, <laughs> You know, uh, it's about as bad as they get these days. But uh, the, I love that movie. It's a good one. So it was like Swingers and Made, Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. I mean, not a better pairing than those two. Yeah. That may be Matt Maybe Bernie. Bernie. Maybe Bernie. 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 <laughs> Siskel and Ebert. Oh, please. Anyway. Ouch. Two um, thumbs down for you, buddy. Thumbs down for what? Siskel and Ebert? What does he say? What? I don't know. I wish I had... I, <laughs> I wish I had, wish more, I had hands. more hands so I could <laughs> give those more four thumbs down. <laughs> um, nice. All right. Um, what do you think? Should we move on, do some scenes and characters? What do you want to do first, guys? Um, Why don't you pick? Yeah. Mm, let's do... Least favorite scenes first. Mm. We'll save the good. Wow. The last. That's hard. That is hard, right? Yeah. Because it's so tight. It's it's hard to think of a least favorite scene. All right, well, um, I'll start first. And okay. then that way you can think for another 20 seconds. All right. Um, 
my least favorite scene is actually surprisingly like the redemption scene of James Khan because it's so ridiculous because it's literally like 30 seconds and all of a sudden he's just a changed man. And for some reason that bothers me because he fucking rips Buddy a new one and then in the next scene he's like, I'm going to give it all up. Now, that's what he should have done. He he should, you know, it's his son. But it was just, and, and we said, you just said it before, Ben, like it's really hard with these kind of movies to like have the really good story. Um, you got to throw something like this in a movie like this. It has to, yeah. there has to be some kind of redemption or feel good part about it. And that it was nice, like great, but it's just, give me like a little something in between. That's all I want. I always See, think, I think that, go ahead. No, I, I just think that he wasn't redeemed. He just knew in the back of his head that he had a gold mine of a book ready to go. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and that he was going to just fucking, go, that he was just going to go off by himself and say, I'm going to fucking use Buddy and make this fantastic children's Christmas book that's going to go on for ages, way, bef- way, way, way longer than I'm going to be on this earth. So I think he was using him. I think James you might be right. It's Sonny Corleone. He's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you might actually be 100% right. That whole- What else is new? Thing was, yeah, that's true. But Robbie's always right. Come on. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> he definitely was just like, light bulb. I got a fucking bestseller right here. He said, aha. He said, aha. I got Buddy the Elf. <laughs> Million. Don't be a billionaire. I was going to say, um, you know, to your point, Ryan, like, I feel like Wedding Crashers is that movie that kind of made me realize like i don't need the story man like because they like that movie is just way too long and it just like yeah. there's that that i always think of the scene it's like a not a montage but like there's that song playing and they're being all depressed and like <laughs> they don't know what to do and i'm, I'm like i don't don't kill myself books yeah <laughs> before that though because that's when they start coming back with the jokes yeah, yeah um and it's just like dude come on i'm just here for the lols and you guys were killing it uh yeah so that's when i was kind of like you know what i really don't need that much story when it comes to a comedy movie so if he has a change of heart in like 0.5 seconds fine whatever gets me to the end of the movie with with the most laughs no i agree but it's my least favorite that that movie was maybe in 45 minutes too long like i feel like it was two parts of that movie is when they got caught and then i gotta need all that when they leave the island, they that that's the end of the good movie. Yeah. Right after that, it's like you could cut all that out. Yeah. So I'm getting married. Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Anyone have anything? I'll go next. Um. To me, it was the scene, the like the montage with. Um, Bob Newhart, te- like Papa Elf, I almost said Smurf, uh, teaching Buddy how to like do things. I-, I feel like Bob Newhart kind of mailed this one in, and he's like, "I'm just here for a paycheck." There was like, there was like a flatness. Maybe that's just the character, but there's just like a flatness to everything Bob Newhart in this movie. And to me, he was kind of the weak link. So, and I, I really got that feeling when he was like teaching Buddy how to do stuff. 
And he's like, oh, buddy, I'm going to teach you how to fix the sleigh now. Like, everything was just monotone and drawl. And I was just like, yeah, I don't think Bobby's doing it for me in this movie. So that was the scene that kind of made me feel like that. So I'll, I'll pick that as my least favorite. Robbie, do you want to throw Benny off the podcast now or <laughs> we'll finish this episode and then just never invite him again? Finish this episode. <laughs> uh, we block we block his number and we never talk to him again. Come on. You can't tell me that he was putting in his best effort in this movie. No. I love Bob Newhart. I don't care. I love Bob Newhart, but... Yeah, me too, but... I think Ed Asner was mailing it in. I think Who's he's Ed pretty Asner mean, what Santa in Claus. the Sam <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> uh, man, you guys are. I thought we were going to be in a little Christmas spirit. The both of you are a couple of couple of angry elves today. Well, we went with the least slander. favorite summers. <laughs> uh, Ryan giving it a fucking 5.6. <laughs> I uh, thought he was going to give it a 2.5 in honor of Christmas. Nice. Shut up. Or maybe maybe a two point six in honor of Boxing Day. <laughs> uh, my least favorite scene is a, is a sentimental nostalgic scene. It's just when Buddy finds out that he's a human and he's got he's got to leave the North Pole and and go out. Uh, I thought it was a nice little touching scene between him and Bob Newhart. And uh, you know, sorry, Benny, cover your ears. I said Bob Newhart, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was just a, just a little sad scene. I mean, Buddy for thirty plus years thought he was. An elf, and then come to realize that he wasn't there, but I was lying to him. Um, yeah, just a little, just a little sad seeing him and uh, Papa Elf have a little sentimental moment, and then him running, and then him just like, you know, seeing everybody Arctic puffing, talking to Leon, and getting out of there, and then saying goodbye, Mister Norwell. So that was a little. I hate. Oh, he's crying. At least, <laughs> what happened? I said he's crying, crying. getting choked up. <laughs> I hate you. I'm getting choked <laughs> up as the fucking chicken calls I have for dinner. Uh, yeah, those it's like the least fairy scene because it was a sad scene. Other than that, I really didn't have it's tough to find a, a least fairy scene in this movie. But uh yeah, that's my least favorite scene. There. Sorry. Right. Keep you okay, pat yourself down. I'm just I can't believe it. I'm getting emotion emotional. <laughs> well, let's pick it up then. Robbie, why don't you continue with favorite scenes? Let's spread oh, a little God. Christmas cheer. For all to hear. Hold on for a sec. Sorry. Um, I think my favorite scene is the um fight between him and uh between Artie Lang as Santa and <laughs> Buddy the Elf. I thought it was fantastic leading up to it. I thought it was great. Um all the decorations and the things he did for everybody. He had faith on love coming up, freaking out, thinking it was an inside job by Gimbal's trying to overthrow him and get him out. <laughs> Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> but it was great because, I mean, that's who Buddy is. He's he's this lovable character who sees the good and everything and was so excited to see Santa Claus that he wasn't able to see, that, that he spotted Art Lang as a fake. And, you know, it's my favorite scene because it's, it, it, that you sit on a thorn of lies and you smell like beef and cheese makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> I loved it. I love the fight scene done. I think the fight scene was done in one take. It had to. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because of they, all the, it would have uh, been too cost, uh, too costly to reset up everything. Especially those Legos. But no, I, that's my uh, favorite scene. I probably could have picked the better scene. I think I, I think I choked in a moment, but uh, 
Yeah, I thought it was. I I, I love that scene. It's definitely one of my favorite scenes in, in the movie. My my favorite scene was um, after Buddy gets to um, Walter's house, like just that whole. You know, the when he says goodnight and he tries to do the tickle fight and then that, <laughs> the dinner scene and the whole next morning when he's making the spaghetti with the syrup and the candy and him freaking out because the radiator's on uh, just that whole like that was just prime Will Ferrell uh, for me. He was just I don't know how he does it, man. He just like gets so deep into a character and he just he just kills it. And I thought that that was my favorite part because he was just like such a little kid and you know i love when he's on the phone and he's like all right i'll call you in five minutes and james con's <laughs> like no no how about i call you he's like okay okay and then he just starts eating the spaghetti with both hands just i uh, just all in on will on from will ferrell on that and he's just one of a kind and i don't know that was the part that i lol the most at i think yeah i think he like um I don't know if he got like not. I don't want to say diabetes, but he definitely something happened from eating all that sugar and stuff like that. Like I, I wanted. I know something definitely happened from eating all that stuff. So they they totally, said he threw totally up. Committed. They said he threw up the first time he ate all that spaghetti and candy and shit. <laughs> the he man's did. committed. Yeah, it's so much. Like just well, watching, and I was like, when do they cut? So he spits the pop it out. In? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that too. I love the, the like the old like obviously the product placement, but I love like old like labels, like the cool pop tart labels and things like that. I the I, old I love Coca-Cola seeing that. Cola bottle. Yeah. I love that. that. That stuff really gets me going, gets the juices flowing. Yeah. You should watch on YouTube they have like three hours worth of commercials from the nineties. Yeah, I do that sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Really? I have to do that. <laughs> Yeah, my wife was like, the fuck are you watching? What is what is this? I'm like, I, don't, I fucking love this commercial. <clears throat> um, I think I think it is hard to pick a favorite scene, but I think I'm gonna very similar to Benny's, but like the, I love a good fish out of water, you know, scene or story. Um, but when he first shows up to New York and he's just running around <laughs> eating the gum off the thing, grabbing the the leaflets that they're passing out. The, we already mentioned it, but the world's best cup of coffee. You did it. <laughs> you know, just him running around um, is just amazing. I mean, I also it's sort of similar to what you were talking about, Benny. I lo- uh, Sorry, Robbie. Um, like seeing all the, not that it's that old, but like the storefronts and like just stuff in the city and how much it's changed since then. Um, I always love seeing that. But yeah, when he first rolls up out of the Lincoln Tunnel and just <laughs> runs around, love it. And all, all the fish out of water stuff is good. The buying the lingerie for his dad, like that kind of stuff, just amazing. I love you. I love you. I love, love you. Love you. I'm singing and I'm in a <laughs> store and I'm singing. Um, all right, what Ani mentions do you guys have? I'm sure we each have at least one. Oh, real quick, it said Will Ferrell suffered from headaches and insomnia throughout filming as he had to actually eat all the sugary food. Can you guys name the four food groups? Uh, for elves? Um, sugar. 
Uh, candy syrups. Candy canes. Candy canes. Candy corn. Yeah. <laughs> and is that it? That's the four with Benny. I think pussy was number five. I think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a kids' movie, man. <laughs> now Beatrice can't listen to this episode. Oh my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> Edit that out. I'm such a loser. <laughs> ah, golly. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Anything for a joke. Was that the four food groups? Uh, I'm gonna say yeah. I don't have it. I don't have it on me. Let's just say yeah. Um. All right. Well, what uh, what Ani mentions you guys have for scenes? Him just coming into the city. Did anybody say that? He him just coming into the city, hopping around. You said that. Eating the gum. <laughs> you know what I heard is that Steven Spielberg actually <laughs> told him that he would drug test them every day. <laughs> now, uh, the mailroom scene I love. Another another fan. Uh, yeah, it. yeah. Well, it was was what was it? Whoop! There it is. Was playing. Yeah. Oh my god! What a fantastic jam that was. Him dancing. Him, you know, him drinking the the alcohol with that guy. I love that scene. That's he's one like, of my favorite scenes. His coffee and he's like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. His dance was uh, out of this world. I mean, for me, it's got to be the Miles Finch scene. It's just so, he just shows up, beats the shit out of Buddy, and then leaves. Like, <laughs> just fantastic. Um, you know, Ryan mentioned it earlier with the 71 degrees and all that stuff. It's just such a such a great little cameo. And how much, how much no, you think no pun intended with the little. Sorry. What'd you say? How much do you think was in that envelope? 50 G's. That's what I was thinking. Probably like <laughs> 50. Uh, Robbie, question, because you saw it before. Did your... Uh, I don't want to word this. Did your impression, for lack of a better word, I can't think of what I want to say, change of Miles Finch after Game of Thrones with Tyrion? Or still you're separating it because i feel like it almost became like somewhat more menacing than like ridiculous i mean it's still ridiculous i'm holmes all over the place at a 70 inch <laughs> plasma screen no i think it i think it i guess i still separate it i don't okay. think of him as Tyrion when i when i watch this movie uh as much as i love Tyrion, i sep i definitely separate it there's there it's just he plays both so well Ugh. that it's so easy to separate. True. He's such a great actor that I don't like you could like I I can watch a movie and I see that's oh that's Jon Snow. But yeah. when I watch Dinklage, it's not it's I'm not like that's not Tyrion. So it just a testament to how great of an actor is, but still, Tyrion. The best in the biz. They might not be a better acting. I mean, I'm I'm sure there is, but I'm gonna say something wild. Tyrion in the first couple seasons of Thrones might be like one of the best acting performances like of anything. It's he was that good. I mean, I'll go a little further and throw in like season three, season four in there too. He, he oh was yeah, just it, the first couple. I mean, yeah, like up to like four, maybe five. Yeah, he was just on a whole other level. Yeah, I think he was the best actor in that show. I don't know if it's going on a limb, but no, I think you're right. Pound for pound, I think he was just amazing. Agree. Um, candy, candy canes, candy corn, 
and syrup. So we did get it. Um, any other Ani matches from either of you guys? No, I'd have to be. I'd be remiss to say the end isn't a great. I know you guys kind of. I'm not not say don't like the end, but I understand where you come from. But just the end, the redemption and Santa. Right, and I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Buddy just you know getting his little redemption. Everybody finally believing him and him getting off the sun. That and then him pumping and dumping and <laughs> having his own little baby. So, congrats to him. Congrats on a sex buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I get. You know. I'd be remiss to not mention the scene where Faze on Love shows up for the first time. Oh, it's just so good. Walk, it's, <laughs> hey, so what are you doing good. down here? <laughs> I like it when he uh needs six inch ribbon curls, Missy. Six <laughs> yeah. inches. Um. I just love him like speed walking. Yeah, to see Buddy with the lingerie and he's wearing the black pants, with the white socks. I thought that's just fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that was supposed to be Wanda Sykes playing that. Thank part. God it wasn't. You don't like Wanda Sykes? I do not. She stinks. I mean, I like Fades on Love better, but I like Wanda Sykes. I think she's funny. I'd rather have Wanda. had Tiny Lester. Wow! Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> than Wanda Sykes, and that's a true statement. Tiny wow. Lester from Friday, also. Featuring Phase on Love. That's big right. Worm. Big worm. Big perm. Yeah. Um, quick, I just I have to mention the Norwell scene. I've quote I've said that fucking bye, buddy, like a million times. Shout out cousin Phil. Um, I also love the scene when they're singing uh in the shower. That's a cute scene. Love it. And it was funny, like after when she's just like, come here. I want to talk to you. <laughs> what are you doing in the shower? <laughs> um, their date was was awesome. Um, you know, running around the city again with the coffee shop. I mean, shout out to them. World the best cup of coffee. I need to go there. I haven't been there yet. Is it a real place? Yeah. I'm sure it is. Well, if they got the world's best coffee, I, I know they didn't go out of business. That's for sure. It's still there. Not a fan of Will Ferrell's hat choice in that date scene. So that hat bottles all the heat in, just like yeah. when Costanza was wearing. I was going to say, it reminds <laughs> me of the. Of the I, my favorite line from that episode is when George comes in and it's like freezing outside. He's just wearing like the flannel. Yeah. Because he goes, it keeps all the heat in. But the first thing Jerry says when he sees him, he goes, Oh, why didn't you get the big one? I love that line. <laughs> I love that line. I say that all the time, but like, you know, similar, like, why didn't you get the green one? Like, or what? Yeah. Always. Oh, my God. Um, And oh, one last thing I want to mention is when he jumps into the tree. I fucking love that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. My, my favorite was the the old school Wayne Corbett jersey. Oh. And then the, the, the beanie that had like the baseball the rip, hat brim yeah. on it. Like that is, oof, just dates the movie perfectly for me. I know exactly right. what what time period this movie occurs. Yeah, those are thousands. Did you have one of those? Of course, I had a Mets yeah. one. What a Huge. Wayne Corbett jersey. And I had a Wayne Corbett jersey. Did you? Mm-hmm. The hat, the, the the winter hat with the the brim. Yeah, oh, I had a Mets, stupid yeah, Mets winter hat with the brim. Oh, and the and the green Wayne Corbett jersey. Shout out Wayne. How could you yeah. not love him? Hofstra's own. Yeah, he was a jet. 
I'm so yeah, mad he was an underdog guy. Quick tangent. I'm so mad at Hopsha. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> You're weird. Um, <laughs> Hopsha changed that name from the Flying Dutchman to the Pride. Is one of the biggest travesties of the, the 20th century. Yeah, what 21st? True. All Agreed. Right. Rant over. Um, all right. Any other scenes we want to mention? No. So let's move on and do let's stick with the the fun stuff. We got a good thing going. Let's do favorite characters. Does anyone want to go first? No, I don't. Benny does. <laughs> all right, I'll go first. I mean <laughs> I'm gonna leave chalk on the board. Just because I, I feel like it. And I'm going phase on love because he was oh. just the best. My favorite. Um, I love his like, you know, his his corporate attitude when he's like, all right, everybody, Santa's going to be here tomorrow <laughs> at 10. Um, and, the, you know, just like Robbie said, like his paranoia about like uh, gimbals being out to get him and, and it's an inside job. He's just the best. I wish he was in the in the movie longer. So. Shout out Faze on Love. Hopefully, like I said, we you know we watch something else with him in it soon where he really shines. You want, want me to go? go, Robbie? I'll go. All right, go ahead. Uh, I would go Leon the Snowman, but he wasn't in it for that long. I just loved, loved his voice, loved his uh his words of wisdom for Buddy not to eat the yellow snow. Uh, it's always a good thing. Uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. A little, little, little something different. I'm gonna go Emily Hobbs, nice. Uh, Mary Steenburgen, Fox, like an old Fox. I think she's beautiful. <laughs> Shout out Ted Danson if he's listening. Um, yeah, I thought she was just a <laughs> what? I can't stop thinking about her in Step Brothers, and she just goes, "What the fucking fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, my theory is. This and Step Brothers are the same, the same universe. universe. They get divorced. That... Yeah, because James Conn's such an asshole. Buddy's jaded at this point, and he just becomes a little piece of shit. Uh, and that's why he acts so young in Step Brothers. So that makes perfect sense to me. I love it. <laughs> no, but I'm just going to go Emily because I just I just love her character. She's so sweet and innocent in this movie. She's just so nice to Buddy. She knows there's definitely like something wrong with him or potentially something wrong with him. And she's just so nice and so happy that uh is it I was hold Roy Hobbs somebody different. Uh it's from Walter, the natural. Yeah. Shout out Robert Redford. Uh yeah. That Walter has another another child, and Walter's just a piece of shit and could give a shit and it's about Walter. But yeah, everything everything about it, she was just so sweet to Buddy the entire movie. Uh, she loved her son Michael, and she was just a great mom. You know, she's out there shopping in the in the in the mean streets of uh part of the Upper West Side on Christmas Eve, and uh, yeah, I just loved Emily as a nice, supportive mom who saw the good in Buddy and was just there for him all the way until the end. I just See, I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> Adam Adam Scott could have been Michael in Step Brothers. Yeah. Don't put your nuts on his drum set. 
quick shout out to Michael because he wasn't that great in the movie. I mean, he was fine. He, you know, he's a kid. Um, but when he imitates James Conn, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect, <laughs> perfect. I got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> I got a lot of schoolwork to do. Yeah, I got a lot of homework to catch up on. Um, I guess we're all gonna leave Will off the board, but I'm gonna go. Oh come on, we can't. Well, you should have picked them. Uh, I and you also I mean... shouldn't have poked the bear by insulting Bob Newhart. So I'm gonna say Bob Newhart Stay is tuned. Papa Elf, my favorite character. <laughs> How dare you? How what dare a disgrace. You, what sir. a disgrace. You could have picked them. But I will. Oh, pick I, oh I'm picking them. I'm picking them. <laughs> go ahead. Ani mentions Benny. No, go ahead. Keep go with your Bob Newhart. I want to hear why. Just to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, because my Ani Mensch is Buddy the Elf. And I'm going to tell you the, for the next 15 minutes why. <laughs> um, no, come on. How could you leave Buddy on the table? I mean, it's just the movie flows through him. Of course. Uh, and what a fantastic acting job to just be that that childlike uh, elf. So, come on. How dare you? How dare you? You went first. You could have picked him. All right. Uh, my only mensch, it, although it pains me to do because I'm not a huge fan of her lately, but in this movie, I love Zoe Deschanel. Um, she was great, like Robbie said, great singing voice. She was on the plum scales, maybe off the plum scales. This is my favorite role of hers, so good on her. But mm-hmm. she married Second. a property brother. I mean, come on. Oh, did she really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she would marry Buddy the Elf in the movie then. Um, exactly. <laughs> wow. That's fucked up. Why would she do I that? I don't know. Second, oh, what's... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No. This is... Sec- I was going to say second Zoe uh, Deschanel movie we've had. Oh, Almost Famous. Yeah. We let off with her. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Robbie, what are your feelings on Zoe Deschanel? Oh man, I love Zoe Deschanel. Something about a girl with a nice set of bangs really gets me gets me going. But uh, okay, yeah, her her marrying the prop like property the property of the so corny. There's nobody demoing houses in in a dress shirt and and, and jeans. There's just nobody doing that, <laughs> and they stink. And she's immediately off my radar after she married one of those doofy ass property brothers. Yeah. Uh, I never seen a new girl, so I don't know. New girl's pretty funny, to be fair to her. Um, she was she's good in that. That actually, the whole show is pretty funny. Everyone in that's pretty good. You know what I just realized? What? Faison loves name tag in the movie. What does it say? Wanda. There you go. And I didn't know Wanda Sykes uh, bailed, so maybe that's a little F was... to Wanda Sykes. No, I don't. It wasn't an F U. It was like a homage hmm. they probably already made it and couldn't didn't yeah, want to spend <laughs> they, they're on a tight budget yeah <laughs> uh any other ani mentions yeah um like i said leon of course and all wishing buddy goodbye uh who else who else would i do as an ani mensch um i mean james Kahn. 
Like he was a dickhead, but I liked this character. No, he was good. Yeah, he was good. Uh, what's the name too? What the hell's the name? Oh, oh, I and I meant to um his secretary. Yeah, oh, Amy Sedaris. Uh, Amy Sedaris. Yeah. yeah, she and I love her. Um, she's very funny. She's good. She was good in this. Strange you just made Amy. my day. <laughs> I can't. What was that TV show that she had? Oh, that um, I, I couldn't like. She was a strange, and they candy? like made her up like really, really ugly. Yeah, she and she was so weird, and it was like in that time where I didn't understand that kind of humor. So that I like funny. Yeah, I never liked her because of that, but she was good enough. Was Stephen Colbert in that show? Yes, and he used to. <laughs> he does this thing that I still laugh at. He would have a calculator and like be doing something, but instead of like pushing the buttons normally, he'd like mash it with his hand <laughs> yeah it's, it's strange with candy right it's a, yeah i only said it 17 times in the podcast but what no one said you did no i'm saying i was kept on saying it kept on saying it kept on saying it kept on saying it you need our approval i go fuck yourselves about these <laughs> i'm done with this podcast can't wait till the year ends because i'm done <laughs> uh, um i feel oh, like you know some... Go ahead. You know that uh, one of the Empire State security guards, the tall one, is Will Ferrell's actual brother in real life? Yeah. Oh, really? The one on the right, I believe. Yeah, the tall, the taller one on the right. Yeah. Oh, and shout out quick. It was one of, was, I think, Benny's favorite scene, but shout out fucking Artie Lang as the fake yeah. Santa. How'd you like to be dead? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shout out. I'll keep shouting out, but Kyle Gass and yes. uh, Andy and uh, Richter. Andy Richter. Yep. Yeah, love Andy Richter, and I love Kyle Gass. Oh, love them both. They're so funny in that. It's yeah, existential, <laughs> but so accessible. <laughs> oh my god, what's more vulnerable than a peach? <laughs> any any other one? Should we just read the cast list? Yeah, please go ahead. Since we got everybody. <clears throat> um, all right. What if anything? Wait, do we do least favorite character yet? No. We didn't. All right, least favorite character. Let's go back. You started Sorry. off. Fuck. Um, my least favorite character is oh, it's the fucking Central Park Rangers. Oh, what wow. a couple of dickheads. <laughs> Scary though. Uh they were based on the ring uh the ring wraiths um from uh Lord of the Rings. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, I never saw that fucking movie. Uh -oh. <laughs> what was it you said you were doing during high school? <laughs> Stand up 69s. <laughs> Instead of watching nerd movies and playing Final Fantasy 7 like us. Instead of watching that, I was just I was smashing everybody in high school, dashing them. <laughs> Did you hear Robbie gave a stand up sixty nine to the principal? <laughs> How did they graduate a long time? <laughs> All right, who's next? Me. No. Bob Newhart. Oh. <laughs> Come get your ass whooping. <laughs> Least this favorite character. How dare you? Okay. First of all, name him your favorite character. The man had no interest in being in this movie. I do not know why. Bullshit. He, 
he, he you know what he came he said fuck you pay me i'm gonna give give me cue cards i'm gonna read the lines i'm not even gonna give a fuck one take you get what you get and you don't get upset brando-esque oh yeah, yeah tried to ruin the whole damn movie he was good in the voiceover i'll give him that but when it came to actually acting with buddy the man just fell flat and you know what is he dead no, no he's still alive. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I got something for you, motherfucker. Quote, without question, the part of Papa Elf outranks by far any role I ever played. No, he didn't say that. I'm reading it right now. You take a star off the Walk of Fame. This guy's a jabroni head. Yeah, <laughs> my agent sent tough. me the script and I fell in love with it. Well, it did, he didn't act like it. On 34th Street. He didn't act like it. They must have not gotten him as Geritol. He was, he was like 70-something when he filmed it. Yeah, he's old. Forget it. He, he had a whole show based around him for like 25 years. That's his yeah. favorite role? Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think he's getting a little fucking loopy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, Bob. Damn, with the Bob New Island. Who would you rather well, have? There's no, Bob Hope. Tiny- That's who I wanted. Oh, Bob, I would have had that Don Rickles. That oh, would have been Don great. Rickles. That would have been great. Love Don Rickles. You know who else? Roddy I'm... Dangerfield. Uh, Roddy Dangerfield. <laughs> Sam Kennison. No Kinnison. respect around here. <laughs> <laughs> Santa, take my wife. Please, take her. <laughs> Robbie. Yeah, give me Mr. Greenway. What a piece of dump. Yeah, uh, good call. That guy was a big lard ass fucking asshole. Hey, why don't you um, you know, be a little better at being CEO of your company instead of letting books just fucking fly through? I know it was Walter's doing, but hey, just double check everything now and again. You never know if something's gonna sleep slip past you. And also, go fuck yourself for making everybody work on Christmas Eve. How dare yeah, you? What a dickhead. How dare you make him work into the night? And uh I loved the, what's his name, James Conn in that one scene when he he felt like he was going going back into the Godfather esque, you know don't you know don't talk to my don't talk to my kid like that you know, <laughs> don't, don't talk to my kid like that don't tell my kid what to do <laughs> uh, don't tell my kid what to do okay all right there fuck a sunny call you know take it easy and then other than that yeah Mr Greenway, uh GFY and I'm glad you know hopefully he went bankrupt after after that happened. Yeah, hopefully. Greenway Press. No more. You walk out of here. You're finished. Any Ani Menches? Yeah, Ani Mench, Bob Newhart. For the second time, go fuck yourself. Stupid glasses. wrong for this. Please. Please. Bob Newhart's wife. Fucking marry <laughs> for having the fucking audacity to sleep with this man. Man, a slander on on on, on Newhart. Was he wearing probably, elf tights or fucking compression socks? I couldn't tell. Probably compression socks. Probably both. Son of a man. Hopefully he's listening. He's probably sleeping. But if he's listening, <laughs> come on a pod. I'm gonna have to go with fucking Ming Ming. Uh, you're an asshole. What do you want? What do you expect? But he's not an elf. He's not going to have the the awareness and the the skills needed to make those toys. Uh, if you guys would have told him early on, I think he would have been all right with that. 
but you let it go for 30 years. You know he's not going to make fucking et- like 400 etch sketches in a minute. He's not an elf. How dare you? I would. I was hoping Buddy would, you know, clock him in the jaw and uh, make him drink fucking peppermint and show us for the rest of his life because we're done with him. Peppermint and show us through a straw. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Ming Ming. They got those from New Hearts trailer. <laughs> oh, please don't get me started again. I just calmed down. <laughs> There's a deleted Tiny Lester scene. or Bob Newhart. Oh, but Tiny Lester in a fucking landslide. <laughs> oh, I'm talking like Reagan in 88. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care why you hate both of them. They're both fantastic. Well. Well, I mean, the greatest thing Tiny Lester did was 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 die, thank God. Other than that, it went, you know, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, you don't like him as Debo? I do because he didn't really say anything. He he, he was a menacing. That's who he was supposed to be. President yeah. of the United States during an a, a, um, an alien invasion. President Please. of the give me, world. Give me Bill Paxton. Of the world. In the world. I don't want to be in that world. Thank God I wasn't in that world. I would have killed myself. If I was in that world. That he was my president. Like they say now, not my president. <laughs> FTL. Uh, originally in the script. Fuck yeah, Tiny Lester. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, we got to get shirts made. Fucking with Bob Newhart, some kind of Bob Newhart slander on it. All right, I'll I'll, I'll see what I can cook up in the old lab. Fyt. <laughs> Fuck you too. Oh, uh, I do. You know what you did. Um, it, originally in the script, there was it was supposed to be like. That the elves were like ripping on Buddy more, but they wanted to like scale that back to make it more like family friendly. But there is a deleted scene where it's a hockey game and Will Farrell just fucking kills everybody. I love the um the picture they have of like Will Farrell like dunking on dunking all the yeah. kids. All the elves, I should say. I like you dunking your nuts on Bob Newhart right now. Oh, please. I hope he comes back for seconds, thirds, fourths. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Bob. I got some sugar plums for you. Hey, Bob, why don't you go and get these chestnuts roasted right now? <laughs> Let's pretend your face is an open fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Love it. I, I wasn't expecting that type of vitriol from Bob. No, but I'm here for it, even though I love him. <laughs> so... Benny hates Bob Newhart. Robbie hates Anne Hathaway, and actually many others. Tiny Lester. <laughs> I gotta figure out. And Kata. Shawshank um, Redemption. So, <laughs> would you score Pulp Fiction again? I think I was sedated. I think I had a uh, surgery uh, that day. I called okay. an I got. Yeah. didn't know what was going on. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, we really fucked up by not. Calling it the sugar plum rating this week. <laughs> yeah, damn it. All right, let's start over. Let's move on. Yeah, let's, let's redo this. <laughs> um, all right. Is there anything that you guys can think of to make this movie better? I think I don't bench the You got Bob Newhart because he sucks. Yeah. I mean, please, you could have given me anybody over the age of 70, and I would have I would have watched this. You could have given me B. Arthur as Papa Smurf. You could have gave me <laughs> Papa uh, Yeah. Sorry. Uh he's just got my my plums all riled up. You could have gave me uh what's his name? A Vagoda 
That's Baba Elf. You could have <laughs> gave me anybody over the years. I love Ava Pagoda. Yeah, please. Come on. Think about think about all the names I've said in the last 20 minutes of ripping on Bob Newhart. They all would have done better. Stephen Hawking. Oh, in a landslide. In a landslide. <laughs> you know Joe how Biden. I would have Joe, Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe. Hunter Biden. Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> Trump I can make this movie better by not having to talk to you guys about it. Clarence Thomas. <laughs> Robbie, any suggestions? To make this movie better? Yes. Yeah, have Bob know I have a heart attack <laughs> middle of the movie. <laughs> and drop dead. Um, no, I, I love this movie. No, I don't. I don't see anything that you could that you could do to make it make it better. Perfect timing, perfect set pieces, nostalgia, Christmas. I mean, nothing. I don't. I don't. I don't see that could make this movie uh, better than it already is. My thought is uh, cast Bob Newhart as every character. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, uh, Santa, Jovi, everybody. Maybe Bob Newhart in 1938. I don't know about Bob Newhart in like 2003. Might be right. Um. Well, since we don't have any actual suggestions, I do have. Oh my! A way. No, mine was serious. No, no. Moving on. <laughs> I do have a way to make this movie better, and it's by casting. Bob Newhart in a different role. <laughs> it's by casting Matt Damon. We're working overtime nice. by casting Matt Damon in a role that either we invent or a role that exists already and we just want to see Matt Damon in it. And nobody can pick Papa Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Give me uh, Matt Damon at the end of Saving Private Ryan. Benjamin Button, Private Ryan, uh, old, uh, I almost said Matt Ryan, Matt Damon. Give me him as Santa Claus. Oh. Thought I was going to go Bob Newhart. I did. Nah, I don't care about him enough. Um, no, give me give me old Matt Damon as Santa Claus because, yeah, no, I, I like that Asner, but, I mean, come on, my plums would, would have been through the roof to see Matt Damon. Oh, man. And, uh and Will Ferrell and James Caan in the same scene to like close out this movie, please. I I mean, I can't, I, I'm getting verklempt just thinking about how amazing that would have been. So give me Benjamin Button, old Saving Private Ryan, Matt Damon as Santa Claus. I love it. Give me a strong, virile, goodwill hunting, fresh out of juvie, ripped to shreds, Matt Damon, looking like a million bucks, Washboard abs, smart as a whip, Boston have an accent as Central Park Ranger number six. <laughs> as the he's the Central Park Ranger that fucked up all those people at the Simon and Garfunkel concert back in fucking who knows 92, 85. Give me that, Matt Damon, as he's just terrorizing everybody in there. Uh <clears throat> give me a scene where Bob Newhart comes back to New York City and Matt Damon's on a horse and just slices <laughs> Newhart's head completely off his body. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Will Ferrell loses it, and everybody's Christmas spirit goes down the tubes. Um, yeah, give me Matt Damon as Central Park Ranger number six is causing menace and uh, just really causing havoc in Central Park during Christmas Eve. Give me an old, frail, but handsome Matt Damon as the nun in the beginning who talks, who wants the free books. But the kids love <laughs> the books. <laughs> he would have got those books. He would have. Khan for sure. That, that, uh, that orphanage would have been swimming in books. I love it. Yeah. One person we didn't mention that I want to just call out really quick is Bob Newhart. No, is <laughs> the fucking news reporter, Charlotte. Oh, yeah. The guy's like, I love you, by the way. You're great. I <laughs> yeah. really tell the story. What's and his name? Him... He's, he's always in so many things. Yeah. I, I got to find him. And him, he's the and... guy from uh, Veep. Yes. He's in Veep. Yeah. Um, and then also Michael calling her out with the engagement ring. She wants a ring from Tiffany's and her boyfriend to stop dragging his feet. And everyone's like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm trying to find his name. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt Walsh. Yes, he's in a ton of shit. Yeah, he's always good. Um, anything else? We need to talk about when it comes to Elf. How much time you got? I got what some time things as you I need, need babe. <laughs> I got I got some things I need to say about Bob. If it's Newhart. about Bob Newhart, I'm fucking stopping this. <laughs> no, I'll let him. I'll let him slide his oh, old okay. ass. Thank you. Um, Robbie, anything from you about Elf? No, I love this movie. I really do. Like I said, it's great. It's funny. I think it might be on my Mount Rushmore of, of Christmas movies, but just Home Alone one and two just hit so much different than this oh. movie. Um, and they're just light years ahead of this movie, embedded in this movie, I think. Uh, but this is still a great movie. I still enjoy it. Um, well, there's something about Christmas that always brings me back to just being like a little kid and, and that that awesome feeling during the holidays. It stinks. That we don't get to experience that now. I mean, Ryan, I'm sure you do now with with your with your son, and I'm sure that, or potentially, like obviously, when he gets older. But yeah, well, another couple of years. But yeah, just yeah, just these movies just bring back so much nostalgia and memory. And I, I think that's why I love them so much because they brought me back to a time when I was like five or six. Me and my sisters would just be, you know, so excited. And cousins included, you know, we all we had Christmas Eve and things like that. So that's why I love these movies, and that's why they hold such like a near and dear uh, place in my heart. Agree, and that's why I, I think everyone loves them. They get replayed every year. No, I think just me. I think it's just me. Just you. You're the only one that watches. That's Christmas what. Movies. Yeah, that's what. That's what they said. <laughs> that's what I heard too. <laughs> I'm looking at a IMDb now, and it looks like. Uh... Will Ferrell turned down 29 mil to be in a sequel. Yeah. There's, you got that back with succession. Yeah, well, probably. I was going to say, there's not a lot you can convince me 
or I would turn down for twenty nine million. Maybe hanging out Bob Newhart for a day, I might turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's true. You tell me about the Great Depression or some shit. You can kick me. The Great in Depression the balls. is hanging out with you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that's everybody's Great Depression. <laughs> No, it's my new deal, hanging out with you every, every time. Nice. Best thing ever. Good Thanks. reference. I'm like the wrong 20s. Yeah, you like <laughs> fucking Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> Stay cool with Calvin Coolidge. Um, can I bring up a non-elf thing before we wrap things up? Would love to. All right, great, because it has to do with last week's episode. Okay. Good friend of the program, The Wiz. Sent us a DM. Okay. Think about it. What really is a Christmas movie? Here Home we Alone go. was only considered a Christmas movie because Christmas is going on in the background. I would argue it's almost identical to Die Hard in terms of being a Christmas movie. It's an action movie taking place in basically one location, and there happens to be decorations in the background. It's a Wonderful Life at Christmas in the last 10 minutes, and it's a Christmas movie. Hey, did you guys see It's a Wonderful Life? No. Robin? Uh, bits, bits and pieces, I think. Not the whole thing. Overrated. Uh, <laughs> That's fuck. <laughs> um, Die Hard is just as deserving of being called a Christmas movie as either of those. So yes, let it be called a Christmas movie. The man speaketh. Well, my very good friend and uh, a big friend of Robbie's face, is, uh, Brian, he said that it's oh. not. <laughs> Why is he a friend of Robbie's face? Uh, he had a couple to drink this this weekend. And he, you know, he just, he listen, he loves Robbie. He loves Robbie so much. And he, How could you not? Just, you know, had his arm around him. He was giving the old, you know, the little face <laughs> slap there. The and uh, that's that's not really Robbie's thing. Uh, and we tried to convince Brian to stop, and he was a couple of martinis deep, and it, there was no, he was just blowing through the stop sign. But he said, uh, <laughs> but he he agreed. He said it was not a Christmas movie. He agreed with me. Um, and you know what? I think, honestly, at the end of the day, it all comes down to marketing. Was it marketed as a Christmas movie or not? Um, I mean, unless, you know, Santa and the boys show up, a, a lot of things can kind of be put up for interpretation but you know i really at the end of the day like i feel i'm gonna go back to when die hard was released and it was released in july it was a summer blockbuster yeah there was some christmas stuff to it but come on tell me you don't feel the christmas feels when you're when you're watching home alone i do yeah do you feel them when you watch die hard yep yeah well so does bob newhart and he's fucking got dementia <laughs> We put it up to a vote. <laughs> Christmas won. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. How like many people 70%. Voted <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that many. <laughs> Shout out. I don't remember who it was. Shout out to the person who liked the story and then didn't vote. <laughs> Good fuck. It's just rubbing our noses in it <laughs> at this point. <laughs> well, shout out, Brian. I love Brian. He knows I love him. Oh, he loves uh, you too. Love hanging out with him. He's the best. Big friend of the program. Yeah. Big friend of the program. But don't touch the face anymore. <laughs> I had to tell Ben. I said, Ben, do me a favor. I said, before he goes home, uh, black and blue for Christmas, I said, take him to the side. But I love Listen, Brian. He, 
he loves you. He doesn't get to see as much as he likes. He was telling me, you know, I, I hope I'm not spilling any beans, but he's like, you're so lucky to have Robbie as a cousin. I said, yeah, you know, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Thank you. That makes me tear up. It's a fucking holiday <laughs> spirit. Um, I know he means it. I know you don't mean it by the <laughs> massive amounts of liquor all over my my denims. But uh, listen, no, I've seen I've... you twice since then, and there's been no issues. I've kept my distance. You know, sat across from you, and you've been clean the last two times we've hung out. You did, and shout out to you um, for, I think, giving me my first. Guinness had a bar. I don't think I've ever had a Guinness before. And, we had and it was a Guinness. really good Guinness, too. Yeah. Ron, you like Guinness, right? Yeah, thanks for the invite. Listen, we said that, you know, we, we invite Ryan now. He's going to have a thousand of these Guinnesses. And it's, it's you know, Robbie's going to, between Brian touching his face and Ryan touching his face, we would, it would just would have been, it would have ended in disaster. Yeah. Uh, it would have been too rough. much, but I would never touch his face. I, I'm I'm also a man who doesn't like his face touched by other people, so I understand the feeling. Well, hopefully, I I would like Brian to, uh, I'm I'm throwing out the gauntlet. I would like Brian to recommend us a movie, any movie he would like, and join the show. Yeah, I, he would be good on 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 the pod. He was very happy that I watched Royal Tenenbaums. He's a big Royal Tenenbaums guy. Good film. All right, yeah, what do you what think? We, what were we saying about that? I forgot what what we were saying. Like score wise and what he thought about. It. I forgot what he said. Um, oh, I remember. So get your joke in, and I'll tell you what he really said. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I was I I was busting Benny's balls about his score, but then I, oh, if you could he, say what Brian said. Yeah, he said I'm just happy that he watched it. I've been telling him to watch it for years. So I'm just glad that he actually watched it. I didn't care about the score. That's nice. That's a true friend. He is. He's a great guy. One of the best. All right. Should we wrap it up there? Real quick. I I, I know we're going to talk about it. I'm definitely going to talk about it on our pod coming up this week. I know it's not movie related, but I'm all in on Tommy Cutlets. I'm back <laughs> and I'm all in. I hope they win the Super Bowl because I'm all in on the cut, man. They win the Super Bowl. Is he still? Is he still uh, in a little battle for starting QB in in the in spring training or whatever it is preseason? Absolutely not. He's full fledged number one. He's the guy. Fifty million dollar backup. Yeah, just you know, little little incident happens with uh, with Danny Dimes, and he's in. He's buried under the metal. It'd, it'd be a real shame if something happened to Danny before the season opener, you know? <laughs> It'd be a real shame. I don't want to say anything, but it'd be a real real shame if we don't see Danny ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. What an agent. That agent. That it, unfucking believable. The greatest thing that ever happened, I think, in, in this country was his agent just popping did up it, on TV like that. Did it convert you to a Giants fan? I'm all in on the Giants. I'm I'm in. Nine is gone. I burnt everything in the house that was San Francisco. Joe Montana, who? <laughs> what about the, what about the Niners sweatpants? Oh, those things are disintegrated. <laughs> That's it. Like Hindenburg, those things went went up in flames, never to be seen again. R.I.P. Well, welcome to the good side. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm back, baby. Well, shout out Tony T for offering his. Uh, Italian movies with no explanation at all. Oh, so Frank? Yeah. 
We'll talk about that offline. Uh, I love that guy. All right, Ryan. I, I could tell you want to. Yeah, I can tell you don't. You, you don't. Ah. Yeah, you don't want to do it. No more interactions. Because I said Tommy Cutts, and you like this. You were like, <laughs> it's a fucking movie podcast. What are we doing? Yeah, listen, if you got this far, <laughs> you're. <laughs> We're trying I'm to, you know, here. I don't, I don't want the podcast to be an hour. I'm trying to, you know, get it to the hour and ten mark. Oh, uh, we're we're over an hour, I think. Right. Uh, congratulations, you did it. <laughs> World's best podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, a lot of dead air. Wrap it up. You wrap it up. All right. Thank you. We love you. Send us an email, please. We're gonna get a have a vote. Tell us your favorite Christmas movie. I don't know what else to say, Robbie. Come good night. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> and no farms. Everybody's pushing small town rural. A farm book would just be white noise. <laughs> I love you, Bob Newhart. Hey, Bob. Go. F-